Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number five of Raging Witchcraft, the podcast. I'm your host, Sid, and today we are going to be talking about why does everyone hate sex magic so much? Now, I don't want you to take that literally because there's a lot of people out there who fucking love sex magic and love the concept of it and love the power behind it and love everything about it. So I want to like kind of explain the whole why did I name the episode that specifically? So to basically reiterate, there was a time way back when, when I was sought after because of the fact that I taught sex magic and because of the fact that there was a minor on the tier that I was teaching. Now, let me just say that granted, yes, that's not okay, but I do want to point out the fact that the only minor that was on the tier on my Patreon whom I was teaching this specific lesson to because I kept it for my higher tiers only because of the fact that they were my older audience. This minor was 17 years old. It wasn't like they were 13. It wasn't like they were 11. It wasn't like, th- yeah, they were 17 years old. I have created my Patreon to be 18 plus from then, but it was this huge ordeal where people were calling me a goddamn pedophile, which that word is not taken very lightly. So to sit here and and say that I'm a pedophile for the fact that I was teaching a subject to a 17-year-old that had to do with sex, which kind of brings me into my next point because I started I started exploring myself when I was 11 years old. I knew about sex when I was, by by the time I was 13, I knew about sex. I knew what it was. I was watching porn. I was playing with myself. I was masturbating. And no, that's not a dirty motherfucking word. It's pleasuring yourself. I was masturbating by the age of 13. And I really hope that none of my family is listening to this goddamn podcast. I love you. <laughs> but no, because... I knew, I knew that this 17-year-old had to have some fucking sort of education on the subject or at least, you know, had explored it themselves, okay? Because everyone that I've met or talked to about this is like, yeah, um, by the time they were like at most 15, they were like, yeah, I was, I was, you know, laying in the fucking bathtub with the goddamn faucet turned on. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. But either way... Sex magic is such a taboo subject just because of the fact that it involves the word sex. So when people think sex magic, they think, oh, I have to have intercourse with someone else. But no, that's not that's not always the case. Granted, yeah, it does work very powerfully that way, but it also works powerfully with you and you only. And that's kind of what I'm getting at because everybody's like, oh my gosh, sex magic, it's such it's such a subject where you have to, you know, talk about it with older people and blah, 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 And I'm just like, babe, if I knew about sex magic when I was 13, I would have been saving money and I would have been like rich by now. But I just, I really don't understand the concept around, you know, hearing that phrase, the phrase of sex magic and just being like, oh, Yeah, no. Like, some people will sit here and act disgusted by it, almost. Like, they'll hear the phrase and they'll be like, um, yeah, no. No, that's, no. And I'm just, I'm so confused because, like, sex magic is probably the most powerful form of magic that you 
can explore sex magic and sex manifestation. So I'm going to give y'all like a quick little lesson because sex manifestation is included. It's so it's like, okay, you have sex magic and then under that you have sex manifestation because sex manifestation is included in sex magic. Um, I just want to say for those of you adults who are listening to this right now and smoking or drinking, take a hit or take a sip every time I say sex because (laughs) this is going to be a fun game. But no, like sex manifestation is so fucking powerful. So, so powerful. And I have been doing sex manifestation for years now and it is one of the most favored ways to manifest like there's people who okay very valid very valid I'm not saying you guys aren't valid but there there's people who favor you know burning a bay leaf over doing sex manifestation I'm the type of person that's like um if I can wake up in the morning and get an orgasm while manifesting something I'm gonna fucking do it I'm gonna do it because there's been times where I have like been genuinely stuck in a rut and been like, oh my gosh, you know, I need, I need, you know, just a little bit of cash, a little bit of cash for the day. I need to be able, I need to be able to do this. I need to be able to do that. And, you know, wake up in the morning. Okay. Do what I do. And throughout the day, I hit that manifestation. So it's, the concept of it is literally doing the same thing that you would do for any other manifestation, um, you know, writing it or thinking it or saying it and, you know, like it was past tense, like it had already happened, being very specific. So, for example, say um, I made $100 today. I made $100 today. So made, past tense, $100, the specific detail, today. Time frame. You're going to need a time frame. So with this type of magic, it's not something to tread around with. It's not something to tread lightly with. It's not something to play around with. It is extremely, extremely powerful, especially when you're doing it with someone else. So the, the concept of it, of manifestation at least, is basically, you know, taking this manifestation and in your head thinking about it or saying it out loud for me, it's easier to say it out loud. And during that, you are, you know, doing what you're doing, you're pleasuring yourself. And I, my thing is like, it's, I know for a fact that it's going to work when I'm saying that manifestation out loud. And I finish while I do it. Like I finish saying this, the manifestation. And then at the same time, I physically finish. Like, that's how you know it's going to work. And the times where that has happened, it's been amazing. So I'm going to kind of like go back to where I was explaining how this is powerful, not something to play around with. So with the power behind it, you are literally using the internal energy, all, all internal energy that you have. So I always say that, um, you know, an orgasm is more powerful than you think. And people don't think that. And it's like, we're going to kind of trail off a little bit during this podcast. So if I do, don't think anything of it, that's just how I am. So something that I've talked about, um, which kind of pisses me off because this is something that I talked about literally on TikTok, but then people want to sit here and get mad about me teaching this subject in a controlled environment with all of the people, including me, who have posted 
about sex magic or sex manifestation on a, a, a platform with fucking eight-year-olds. Like, but you're going to get mad at me. Okay. Anyways, one of the things that I had talked about was that when you are having sex with another person, you are literally intertwining and exchanging your energy. That's why when people say, um, you know, be careful who you sleep with, um, be very mindful about who you decide to have sex with. It, it's for that reason. It's because you're literally intertwining your energies. Do you want to be mixed up in an energy of someone who's like not motivated in life, not progressing, not healed, not working on themselves? Like, do you want to be intertwined with that energy because I don't think you do you know I can understand the concept of being like oh you know I just I want to get fucked and that's okay completely normal go do you but in my opinion personal opinion I'm not downing anybody else I'm not invalidating anybody else but in my personal opinion like you need to be careful about who you decide to let down there because these people's energy can, it, these people's energy, y'all, whack, whack. And you need to be mindful of that. Because if you're on a process of healing and moving forward and trying to progress yourself and really trying to just, you know, release and change and transform, and then you go and sit here and have sex with someone who's doing the exact opposite, that's going to block you, essentially. That's going to create a blockage. And you know, this video probably was up for about an hour or two before TikTok was like, community guidelines. But yet you still have all of these other people on that app, you know, who talk about the same thing and they're fine. TikTok just really hated me, genuinely hated me. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not there anymore. But <clears throat> it just kind of goes to show how powerful it is. And I feel like there's not a good enough example or explanation to sit here and be like, okay, this is how powerful it is. Because that's not something you can really explain just because of the fact that it is so powerful. And it's insane. It really is insane. There's times where I have done sex manifestation in the morning and asked for $150. And by the time I went to bed that night, I made $150. And, but you also have to think about it. So, okay, yeah, great, powerful, it's amazing, it's awesome, all of the above. But you also have to think that this is also manifesting. This is also in the process of, um, okay, not only do I need to put this out into the universe, but I need to do my mundane actions in order to receive what I'm trying to get. So that 150 went towards business things. That one that 150 went towards okay, someone booked a reading, someone booked some spell work, someone um I mean this someone you know gave me a tip for a reading that I already did, work that I already did, effort and energy and motivation that I already put out into the universe. Um so you also have to think that you know you you can't just be like, okay, you know, I'm going to go rub one off real quick, manifest while I do it and just be good. Because it's not that you also have to be open to you know, doing the mundane actions in order to, you know, receive that money. So say that this is the first time you're doing it, okay? And you're asking for money and you make that money that day. And it has to do with, you know, you have to do something. You have to um, do a reading for someone or you have to, you know, give a certain service to someone and you don't do that. The universe is going to see that and be like, oh, 
Yeah, next time you do that, we're not going to give you shit because you didn't put in the actions. So not only do your actions work and go into the universe for what you receive that day, but it goes into the universe for what you're going to be asking for in the future. So you really like it's literally a cycle. It's genuinely a cycle. And it's extremely, extremely, it can be complicated, but at the same time, it's like, it has a duality of being complicated and being extremely understandable, if that makes sense. Um, now, when it comes to actual sex magic, let me take a sip. Hold on. So when it comes down to actual sex, ma- ugh, sex magic. Now, sex manifestation is one of my fortes. I talk about this with as many people as I possibly can just because of the fact that like people don't really know about it. I mean, people have heard of the term sex magic, but not really sex manifestation or actually know the concept behind it. So sex magic, I'm going to kind of explain the little background before I move on. So sex magic goes into love magic in a way. And love magic was used a very, very long time ago um, for um, people who were owned And these people would, you know, use this sex and love magic to help themselves not be abused or not be hurt by who owned them. So instead that they, you know, they would do this magic in order to create an attraction between them and the owner instead of wanting, you know, and instead of the owner wanting to hurt them in some type of way. So this actually goes back a very, very long time and... You know, a lot of people don't understand the concept behind it. And when it comes to sex magic, it kind of gotten introduced within love magic. So it's like, okay, (laughs) so you have love magic on top. Under that, you have sex magic. And then you have sex manifestation under sex magic. So it's kind of like um, a pyramid type thing. Like this comes from this, this comes from this, you know. Um, and it was pretty much, you know, the same thing for sex magic and it, it helped. And that's where it started being used more and more. And with sex magic now, yes, it does have to do with, you know, what well, can do with literally sitting here and, you know, having sex with someone physically or yourself, but it can also do with a lot of other things. So, For example, there have been um, full moon rituals that I have done with my, I don't know how to explain this, and I'd like, (laughs) and um, let's say remains, my remains from down there. Um, There's rituals that I've done with my remains down there, and not only that, but for those of you who get a period, that menstrual blood is fucking potent and it's actually pretty damn amazing for sex magic i'm not gonna get into it on here if you want to learn i do have a patreon um i think i'm gonna end up creating a new tier sex magic 101 and that one's definitely definitely gonna be 18 plus but um anyways back on subject anyways i said sex again so make sure that you guys are taking a sip But either way, so my thing is like when people talk about sex magic, it's such a taboo subject and I don't understand why it's such a taboo subject because of, you know, the history behind it. Granted, I can understand why 
people respect it so much and people take it so seriously, including myself. But when people are like, oh, yeah, no, I really don't get it because this is a form of magic that's been used since forever, honestly. And, you know, people didn't have jars and they didn't have like candles and, you know, containers of herbs and shit so they used what they had and you know what they had their bodies there are rituals sex magic rituals where you can literally manifest your best fucking life with sex magic and people don't understand that and not only that but like when it comes down to doing sex magic with someone else um you can actually okay i'm gonna like let you guys in on a little something um you can literally take either pubic hair or remains such as discharge and semen. I'm trying to be quiet because my man is home. I don't want him to hear me. Um, and use that for probably the most potent. You can use it for um, connection spells. You can use it for love spells because sex magic is within, you know, love magic. And it's actually one of my favorite things because obviously don't do spell work on someone else without their consent. Um, that's really important. I'm going to just put that out there. Consent is extremely important. So just ensure that you're, you know, asking and getting permission to do spell work on someone else, because I am not personally the type to sit here and be like, "Mm, I'm going to do a love spell on my boyfriend and not tell him, you know, Um, there's, there's been spells that I've done with him and without him, but all of which he's known about and one of which indeed did have his semen and he, he knew that I saved it. So that's okay, but he probably doesn't want me talking about it, but either way, um, I did it and let me fucking tell you, you know, the effects of siren oil which I'm actually going to get there in a minute because I'm going to let you guys in on um, a couple secrets within siren oil. But siren oil is to attract love, to attract romance, to attract attention, to attract, um, what's the word, not comfort, but um, compassion, to attract compassion. It's to attract all of these things. It can aid in love spells. It can aid in um, connection spells. It can aid in attraction spells. And the effects, if you have used siren oil, I know that some of you have actually taken the um, recipe for my siren oil and used it and been like, oh my God, what the fuck? This is amazing. So thank you. Um, those of you know, you know the effects of that shit. Using remains and a spell, specifically a love spell, is like siren oil times 100. Not only does it kick in like like that, like a fucking snap, like <laughs> so fast. And like I'm talking the night of, not even just the next day, like the night of. That's, yeah. Um, but the potency of it creates this bond that personally I can't even explain because granted, yeah, we have our hard times and that's perfectly normal. But like when it's good, it's, it's good. It's great. It's amazing. And 
I can't even the when I when I say that it is potent, I mean that it is potent. And you know, there's going to be people who are listening to this who are going to be like that's disgusting. Well, this podcast is for you. This this podcast is for you. That's why I titled it the way that I did. This podcast is for you. But to get into the whole siren oil thing. So siren oil is really really good for love magic. And there is actually a secret that I don't teach anywhere <laughs> because of the fact that, you know, the potency, it's potent enough. It, it's potent enough. But if you really want to take it up a notch, add in some discharge. And I know how you know how that sounds. I know how that sounds. If it sounds weird to you, this podcast, it's for you. But no, seriously, I'm like dead serious right now because that potency for that siren oil, you gonna have to run from these men, my dear. You gonna have to run. And there's um, another thing within sex magic that this was like a really taboo subject, which I don't fucking understand because like this is what people did back in the day. This is what they fucking did. This is what they did. They would take their discharge and they would wear it as fucking perfume. You know why? Sex magic. Love magic. That's why. But when people heard about that, it was this whole... I don't know if y'all remember, like, when people made this whole ordeal about that. And I'm just reading through it and I'm like, this is great. Like, this is amazing. But yet, you know, the person next to me is going to be like, this is fucking disgusting. No, it's not. It's actually really amazing like really amazing I'm actually really surprised that there were like articles about it because this is not something that's talked about but it kind of you know had people view witches especially witches who practice you know love magic and sex magic and things like that um people viewed us very differently just because of the fact that like mm, they would hear things like this and then they would hear the whole you know using period blood and workings and um, saving, you know, pubic hairs and things like that. And people would hear that and be like, what, this is disgusting. This is disgusting. And there's actually a ritual that, um, was done on the full moon. It's still done in the modern day where, um, women and anyone, anyone who got their period or gets their period, anyone, anyone, um, who got their period or gets their period would use that blood as a face mask for sex magic or love magic, either or. And when people started seeing this shit, they were like freaking out. And I'm not going to lie to (laughs) y'all. I've done it. I have personally done it. Does it work? Yes, the fuck it does. Because you have to think like, okay, so when we're talking about sex manifestation, we're talking about how not only sex sex magic as a whole, when we're talking about sex magic, we're talking about the fact that you are literally using your divine energy and all of it at that to manifest. And when you orgasm, when you finish, all of that energy is being sent out into the universe. All of it. All of it. And that is the potency of it. And so when you're using something that came from your own body, like discharge or semen or period blood... You have to think about how potent that is, how powerful that is. And I I just, I want to say again, like you guys who are listening to this and like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. B 
be careful. Honestly, when I started dabbling into this, I would pull cards with my matron before doing any of it because I wanted to make sure I was good. I wanted to make sure that if I did this, there would be no regrets. I wouldn't have something backlash or backfire or whatever. I wanted to make sure that I would be perfectly fine. And when I got, you know, yeses, I would dabble into it more and more. And then I got more comfortable with it to the point where it's like, I just know. I just know to be careful. If I'm doing something, that intention needs to be as specific as rice. Because, you know, there's a certain way to make rice the right way where it's not too sticky. It's not too hard. It's not too fluffy. You have to be specific. Specific as rice, you guys. And very detailed in what you're asking for and what you want, what the intention is. And, you know, there's another thing that you can actually do where you literally write a petition um, and you basically, you know, petitions are, um, you know, written intentions, but very specific. As much as you need to write, you write it. And you can put either that blood on there or that discharge or semen on there fold it up either bury it or burn it there's 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 a sex magic there's some sex magic right there that's a spell and you know people only when people think of sex magic they're like oh i have to have sex not necessarily because you can use your things that come from your own body for this and it's it's insane to me how um hesitant so many people are and I'm not invalidating those of you who are hesitant I'm really not because it's it's a different world it really is but a lot of the time people who don't understand it are the ones that are going to get the most mad and you know that's kind of the position that I was in when people were getting mad at me for teaching it even though I wasn't teaching it in a controlled space and people were getting pissed off because you know that's not something I need to be talking about with a 17 year old on that tier and I'm just like dude like do you even know the concept of this do you even know the fact that I'm not encouraging people to go have you know go fuck someone that's not what this is That's not at all what this is. I'm explaining the concept of it and I'm explaining what you can do with someone or without someone because guess what? Yes, indeed, you can do this without someone. And, you know, for those of you who have a partner who's, you know, not comfortable with performing sex magic or allowing you to do sex manifestation during you guys' intercourse, you can do it by yourself. As someone who has a partner who's just doesn't really understand it so just wants to you know and eh, you know it's I'm, I'm okay you know I do it by myself and that's valid that's valid it still works the same because you are still using your energy just like you would if you were doing it with someone else so it's just it is a taboo subject and I can understand why it would be but at the same time it's like if some people would just Do a little bit more research and like look more into it and really try to grasp the concept of, you know, the history of it, where it came from, what it is and, you know, how you can, you know, incorporate this into your practice. Do it. Genuinely. Because sex magic is fucking awesome. It is. It really is. Because... You know, it makes me want to cry that people don't understand. 
no, but really, like, I just, the potency of it and the, the power of it. So I also kind of want to talk about how, like, when it comes down to sex magic, this can, what's the word, correspond to your divine feminine, divine masculine, or dark feminine, or dark masculine. I want to, I would more so say divine feminine or masculine, just because of the fact that you are literally utilizing your divine ass energy and all of it at once in one spot. And that's crazy. And when you think about it, like, I really, I need, you know, this is going to sound weird, but genuinely I need to draw a photo of like how I depict it because like when you're doing sex magic or sex manifestation and you have that orgasm and you finish speaking that you know intention at the same time it's like rainbows and sparkles and nature and just all around amazing energy I feel like that's literally like seeping because you know how sometimes when you orgasm you kind of like open your mouth to make noises you know so I envision it of like when my mouth is open all of that energy is going up into the universe and I physically cannot even explain what it looks like inside of my head just know that it is extremely divine because it's powerful you are power you are the spell you guys have ever you've ever heard that you know saying you are the spell you are using your body for the spell that's what you're doing you are the spell and it is such an amazing concept and just so interesting and complicated but not complicated and you can do so many things with it and there it's just it's I just, I want to let people know, like, it's okay to learn about it more. This is not something that you have to be hesitant about because this is witchcraft. This is witchcraft. And, you know, I get that if you learn about it and you're like, this isn't, you know, my forte, this isn't my path. That's fine. That's valid. But at least you took the time to at least look into it and learn about it more, which is really what I'm kind of trying to encourage you guys to do, like, because of the fact that, you know... (sighs) The whole situation with me is essentially what pushed me into um, wanting to talk about it. And I wanted to talk about it just because of the fact that, you know, so many people got mad at me for talking about it. If people get mad at me for talking about something, I'm going to talk about it fucking more. And that's just how I am. And that kind of encouraged me because it's, I was talking about it with a friend the other day about that whole situation that happened and about just the whole thing in itself and what happened and what people were saying and all of that. And that essentially encouraged me to talk about it, to have a conversation with myself about it, even though I'm talking to you guys, I'm technically talking to myself right now, but it, it encouraged me to talk about it because nobody talks about this. Nobody talks about this. And when someone does talk about it, they get shoot off. They get, um, you know, people coming after them, they get just retaliated on because people who don't understand it are like, why the fuck are you talking about this? This is disgusting. No, it's not. This is witchcraft. This is what you're coming from. This is what your ancestors did. 
This is, that's an, this is what your ancestors did. And here you are getting pissed off at this. Yet this is what your ancestors did. Because this is what they did. I kid you not. I'm not just saying that. Just say it. I'm saying this because this is literally what your ancestors did. And to sit here and get mad about a subject that's been around longer than you were even a thought in your parents' head. <laughs> like, that's just insane to me. And to not even just, just to wave it off and be like, I don't want to learn about it. Just witchcraft is about all around learning. Even learning about things that you can, cannot, and will not do in your practice research is everything and like and even in the last podcast we were talking about how research is so important for so many different things but you know mainly decolonization you learn about sex magic when you decolonize your craft it your practice because of the fact that you learn about the history of love magic and you learn about where it came from why it was used why it became a thing that's a part of decolonizing your practice. But a lot of people see that and they just, they they automatically wave it off and they don't think that it has anything to do with a subject like that. So they're, they're just like, you know what, I'll just uh, ignore this one and I'll keep moving on. Even though love magic and sex magic have a big impact on you decolonizing your practice. It has a big impact on witchcraft today, on modern witchcraft, on, you know, it not even... Okay, so I get, you know, someone had brought up with me that they were researching sex magic and they were looking into it and they were reading articles and blah, blah, blah. And they saw something to where it said sex magic derives in folk magic. And I I kind of like spit my drink out laughing. And she was like, you know what? Like, <laughs> why, what? Why are you laughing? And I said, because that's not the case at all. I said, dig deeper. Keep cross-referencing and let me know what you find because that's not it. Because I understand folk magic goes back, way back, but this is not where it comes from. And she did some more research. A couple days later, she messaged me and she was like, you remember how I told you, you know, ABC? And I was like, yeah, I remember. And I remember laughing. Yeah, I do. And she was like, well... I continued to do, you know, some research and looked in a couple different places and actually came across this um, podcast created by um, someone in the POC community. And they were talking about sex magic and love magic and, you know, where it came from and um, just kind of like their point of view on where they wanted or like how they wanted people to depict it and like how they wanted people to really just understand it before being disgusted with it you know and I was happy and you know I listened to this podcast and you know she was amazing and I ended up following her because I need to listen to all her podcasts um if I remember I'm gonna end up putting that podcast into the description for you guys so you guys can listen to that too because she was amazing um but I I was proud I'm like, yeah, like, this is literally what she was talking about. All she wants is for people to research. She wants people to learn about the true background of where this came from. She wants people to, you know, not wave it off, but instead, you know, especially people who are decolonizing their practice, like, this is something that is a subject in that subject. And like I said, a lot of people see that and you're like, no, it doesn't have anything to do with decolonization. But it does. But it does. So 
Um, I don't know. Just for those of you hating on, you know, witchcraft and not only witchcraft, but love and sex magic, at least do your research before doing so. Because I can guarantee you, and this goes with a lot of things, not even just love or sex magic. Like this goes with a lot of things. I can guarantee you that if you research something that you're hating on, you're going to understand it a lot better than you did. And you're not going to hate on it. You might not want to do it. And that's perfectly fine. That's valid. That's you. But you're not going to sit here and hate on it. Genuinely. So really just try to learn the background of things before you get pissed off at people and try to learn, you know, about the concepts of it before you get pissed off at people and try to understand it from a different viewpoint before you get pissed off at people. Because the amount of people that came after me for teaching a subject that has been in witchcraft for centuries is beyond me. Okay, yeah, there was a 17-year-old on that tier and I was teaching that 17-year-old the sex magic and they actually were one of the people that had messaged me about the whole subject talking about how they really appreciated that I could, you know, add in the fact that this is something you could do with yourself because they knew about the concept of it. They knew about it. They just didn't know you could do it by yourself. And they thanked me for that because they said, I'm not comfortable with going out and, you know, having sex with someone. And I didn't know that you could do it like that. That's why I do what I do. That is why I do what I do. To give you guys more insight. To make you guys look at it a different way. That's why I do what I do. But on that note, I am going to end this off. Um, I know we were kind of everywhere during this podcast, but I really hope that I got my point across. Um, But other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed. And actually, keep a lookout for a new tier update for my Patreon because I'm actually thinking about coming out with that tier. So just keep an eye out for that one. So other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Blessed be.